This Advent season, credit and reconciliates our families and our children alike. And now I reflect on Luke's perspective on Jesus' birth. How did Luke see Jesus' birth? And then when I studied uh, Luke's understanding of Jesus' birth, I realized that Mary was the central figure. Mary was a very important person uh, for Luke to see Jesus' birth. Mary was a very interesting person. She was born and grew up in a very small town, not even city, maybe a nose full of people. So even in the interior, there are small uh, villages here. And when you drive through, there's small towns and same thing. Very small town. It was so small and insignificant that uh, it doesn't even come out in the Old Testament. So she grew up as a peasant's uh, daughter. So very poor peasant. And uh, most likely, she was not educated. Because schools were all in the big city and in the small village, they didn't have opportunity uh, to study. So probably she did not have uh, proper um, education. So very low social status and poor and not very significant. And then one day she had this very special experience, divine angel came to her. Angel in Latin, uh, the meaning of an angel is messenger, sent messenger. And then this messenger's name was Gabriel. And then he, the Gabriel, the messenger, the angel came with the message of God. And the, mes the content of the message was that Mary would give birth. say 13, 14, or at most maybe 16, our high sister, so some high, high sister is in here, you know, um, she was a teenager when she received this message that you would give birth to a son. If you were Mary, how would you feel? Is that a good news? Probably you'd be very scared, wouldn't you? And she was really very scared. That's why Angel Gabriel had to tell her, do not worry, do not fear. Because she was in fear when he heard that news. That's why Angel said, do not fear. It is good news to all of us. So we sing joy to the world, but not to her. It was not a good news. If the angel told her, your whole family now will uh, receive a new land, and then you will have a new house, then it's obviously good news, and she could rejoice. But when you receive that kind of horrible news that I will give birth to a son, then that's not a good news. 
That's why Mary was pondering, resisting. She said, I don't know. I never slept with a man. How can I be pregnant? She asked that question. But in the end, after the angel explained everything about this birth and about this child, hearing all that, in response was shocking. Was this is what she said. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Even in a daughter of a king, hearing that kind of news and saying this kind of thing, it is beyond my imagination. What kind of person is this? What kind of person is that? And she, that, that she would respond in this natural manner. Even Zechariah, Luke writes just before this story, Mary's story, birth story of Jesus, uh, Luke records this uh, birth story of John the Baptist. John the Baptist's parents were Zechariah and Elizabeth. And they are old. And then the, the same angel came to him. And then your wife will give birth to a son. And he could not believe. He's an, he was an adult. Not only he wasn't an, ad, wasn't an adult, but he was a priest. And he could not believe. I mean, he even knew the story of Sarah and Abraham. That thing happened before, but he could not believe. But Mary, there was never this kind of thing ever happened in life, in, in history. And she had to deal with it. And then they, they are old, even though they are old, they, are, they have no problem having a baby. They will rejoice and there will be no scandal and no uh, difficulties and hardship. But young, unmarried little girl getting Pregnant? That's a huge matter. Too horrible to think about the implication of this whole thing. She could have tremendous scandal in the town, small town like uh, you know. So Zechariah could not speak for why? Because he could not believe. But Mary. a poor peasant young girl, but she was not just a young girl. She was a woman. She was a theologian. She was a prophet. And she was a revolutionary. Today's reading is called a Magnificat. Magnify the Lord. That's your story. So Mary's song. She prophesied what this child in her womb would do. She knew exactly what this child would do. 
also she prophesied about the the fate and future of this child. This was what she said. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away. message from the lips of 14, 15 year old girl. What a profound message she speaks. She exactly articulated what Jesus was all about. Few chapters later in chapter 4 of Luke, Jesus comes to the synagogue and he did inauguration speech, what he was about to do. Jesus quoted Isaiah, Isaiah's prophecy, and he quoted to let people proclaim that this was what our, our, uh, this is uh, this was what he was about to do. Very similar. Let me read uh, what Jesus said by uh, quoting Isaiah. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Very similar. Mary already knew what Jesus was doing. Her song was filled with the Old Testament. Psalm 22, Psalm 44, Psalm 103, and other allusions. Also the allusion to Hannah's song. Samuel prophet's uh, mother of Hannah's song. Filled with Old Testament allusions, uh, uh, references. In other words, she knew inside out the scripture. And the spirit inspired her. And then she had all the knowledge already and she just spit it out. That was a power of the spirit. Using her and then she was she started speaking. You know, I'm not good, very good at good with names. Simon is so good. I don't know how he does that. Every person's name. Sometimes I don't even uh, the, 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 know the name of the, uh, the my Chandusan uh, staff. So what is your name? So I, I'm very bad. So when we do baptism, this year we had how many uh, children? Children, eight or eleven. <laughs> eleven children. Uh, we were baptized. So I don't want to say. I don't want to say the name. Of the, say the name because I won't know the name. Of so I'm very bad with names. And then one year, it was uh, December 31st, I had a moment that the whole congregation there, and each family came to the, to the, uh, the front, and I laid my hands and prayed for them on uh, December 31st at 11, uh, 12 o'clock. So it's for the, the, the New Year to begin. So I prayed, and I was so I won't know the name. So I prayed and prayed, and all of a sudden, 
size and everything. And still gave me all the names. I remember every person's name. Even the children. So I baptized them with their names and uh, prayed for them. And then Mary was like that. The spirit came upon her using all the scripture knowledge she already had. She started singing, singing this song, Let All of You Come. Her thinking was revolutionary. At that time, all Israelites were under the oppression. Because Rome, Roman government controlled. They, they were colony. They were colonized. So they put so much tax on them. So even though they worked all day, at the end of the day, they got only $400. When I went to mission in uh, Madagascar, I talked with the baker, a person. She had a little bakery there. And she sells the bread and all the pieces of stuff. At the end of the day, she brings home, she brought home $2. And I met this guy who was uh, uh, cutting the stone. All day he cut the, uh, cut the stone and then brings home $2. And also these uh, collect the sand. They go into the river uh, and then uh, dive into it and then get the sand, uh, river sand, and then sell uh, those sand. They got $2. But if they don't have work on that day, they have to spend it. But if, if, if they uh, do the work, $2, with $2, only bare minimum, uh, they could make it. It was like that, peasant. All day they worked. They didn't have their own land. They rent, uh, rented their land. And all day they worked, barely they. And then they put so much tax on it, they were under the oppression of the powerful, the rich, and all these uh, Roman emperors and the King Herod and all these powerful people who had money, they exploited uh, these peasants. They were, they were living like that. That's why ultimately it was revolutionary. AD 70, And Mary lived daily experiencing this kind of abuse and oppression. And as she was singing this song, that was her dream about what God was about to do. These are like King, uh, the, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, King's dream speech. It was her dream. Someday, God will bring down those, uh, those who are proud. God will bring down uh, those, uh, those who are powerful. And God will send away the rich empty. But God lift up poor people like me and my parents and my village. That was her dream speech. Her song, let all of you come. Her thinking was revolutionary. No wonder her song was banned. Magnificent was banned uh, uh, when India was controlled by British Empire. They, the British people did not allow Indian people to use this Magnificent in the service or recite or sing. In 1980s, when Guatemala 
the military government took over the government and they uh, illegally arrested people and tortured them, raped them, and killed them when they did all that stuff, especially peasants, because they were doing the revolution, especially the peasants. When they did that, they banned this song because too dangerous, too revolutionary. She was not just an ordinary peasant girl. She was revolutionary. She was a prophet. She was devoted and her consciousness was fully awakened. not how God works. God chose a very specific person for Jesus' birth. He didn't choose anybody to bring about Jesus' birth. I mean, it was not just physical birth that was that difficult. I mean, birth itself is very, very difficult and, and sacred. But it was not just physical birth. But when the baby was born, born on that day, I mean, Luke doesn't record it, but Matthew records it. King Herod killed all the babies. And then, and then, and then Mary had to run away. And during a lifetime, because he was son of God, he was speaking so uh, to the point. Sometimes too blunt. And people hated him because of that. And Simeon, uh, another uh, kind of old man that Luke records, he, he, uh, Simeon uh, saw that, and that the sword will cut your heart. But Simeon told Mary, the sword will cut your heart. I mean, seeing your son going through all kinds of criticism and the hatred, Receiving all that, that is very hurting. When people criticize you, yes, it hurts. But when people criticize my children, it hurts more. You know? And I'd rather uh, people criticize me rather than my children. And then she receives that all, received that all her life. And at the end, Luke John records that Mary was there when Jesus was crucified. Can you imagine to see your son being crucified and having to die? And she had to see that? And Luke records that after Jesus ascended into heaven, that she was right there when the 120 people gathered together and prayed. Mary could do all of that because of Jesus. 
without prayer, she could not have life changes. So it was not just physical birth that was important. What she had to go through because of the Son of God that she was pregnant with. And God chose Mary because she would do it. She would be able to do that. Not anybody. Not anybody. So God chose Mary very, very specifically. I mean, she, God could have cho- chosen married women. God uh, could have chosen any person who not uh, really brings scandal. But even though it is very inconvenient, very difficult, God chose Mary to be the, the, his child, even though it was very unusual and difficult. God never does things accidentally, mindlessly, so difficultly. We do things mindlessly. Sometimes we don't even know why we are doing what we are doing. We are so thoughtless. We say things just as we feel like it, rather than really thinking about what we are are saying. But God Every word and every action God does and God speaks, there is a purpose behind it. There is reason behind it. Mary was ready to take on God's calling on her life. Mary was ready to do the impossible. Mary was ready to be willing to take any risk that would come to her. Indeed, she fulfilled God's purpose for her and for this world. When she was struggling with this shocking news, The angel told her this. For nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible with God. Yes, that was exactly what Mary did. When Mary Mary did the impossible. When Mary faced and confronted the situation beyond our imagination, almost impossible situations, what did she do? Was she in panic? No. She prayed. She sang was her coping mechanism. Wow. What a wisdom she had. She didn't try to think about the, what is the best way for me. She just simply praised God. My friend, when you face life's difficulties, anxious, and you seemingly 
possible situations in my life that just because I had experienced hurricanes that I had a super difficult life. I couldn't even think of it. I just felt it. I just said, I was able to focus on God, not on my problems and not on me, but I was able to focus on God and all kinds of wisdom came out of me. See, when you, when your life is too difficult, when you're hurting too much, don't hold too much. Just place it find the wisdom. We thank Mary for showing us a good example of how to live. We thank Mary for carrying out what was impossible. We thank Mary for letting God break into our world to save us and liberate us. Mary was a door through which God broke into Let it be done. She wasn't thinking about what other people might think. She just focused on God and God alone. The message Mary wanted to communicate was clear in her soul. God will scatter the wicked. God will bring down the powerful from God will fill the hungry with good things and send the rich away empty. It seems impossible, but God will do it in people like you. God is calling on people like Mary. That is the message she got when she had Jesus in her life. So then, that is a Christmas message. Let us, let us remember this message and live out this message. Let us remember that God won't hit you from behind. If you hold it, God will lift up the lower. God fills the hungry with good things. And let us be the church that takes care of the weak and vulnerable. And let us be mindful of those who are less fortunate than us. And I thank you for, uh, thank you for bringing all these uh, things and also in Kansas, a lot of people make uh, cash donation to take care of uh, the poor and people in difficult situations. And uh, one member, Korean uh, grocery, uh, gave 100 uh, packages of rice to give away. Let us be the doers of the voiceless. Or let us let the voiceless have the voice. 
将你叫你靠同我哋一啲嘅人。The most passionate, the wildest, one might even say the most revolutionary thing that you saw. 